Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. City Council yesterday, a lot of stuff to cover with the council. One of the issues, of course, is about uh, the legalization of marijuana. And as we've talked about on this program, both the federal and provincial governments are moving rather rapidly, some would suggest, maybe too rapidly in some people's minds, about the legalization of marijuana. And with that, of course, are all kinds of implications. Where is it going to be sold? How is it going to be regulated? Uh, Who's going to be in charge? Where's the stuff going to come from? And unfortunately, they don't have a whole lot of answers to many of those questions. And as a result, an awful lot of this is falling onto local municipalities to decide just how they're going to do this. And it's kind of hard to do because there are no federal or provincial regulations per se yet. Among those is uh, the controlled growth uh, of marijuana. And uh, I know Ancaster Council Lloyd Ferguson has raised this at City Council. It came up again yesterday at the meeting. And uh, Lloyd Ferguson joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this. Good morning, Lloyd. How are you doing today? Good morning. Don't throw wet out. Uh, no kidding. No kidding. It's uh, it's all of a sudden acting like October. Uh, who it knew is. that was going to happen? It is, and it, of course now the traffic's plugged solid on 403, so uh, it's a good time to have a chat with you. I think we should expand that highway. That, that's just my idea, though, but you know we can get into oh, that another yeah, we've, time. We've had a conversation on that last week. Yeah, well, hopefully the government's listening. Let, let's talk about the marijuana situation, Lloyd. And, and, and as I mentioned on the show, I'm, I'm feeling a little sympathy for you guys on City Council right now because an awful lot of this stuff is falling on your laps and on on the laps of Hamilton Police Services, you know, you're the chair of that board as well, mm-hmm. and and you don't quite know what to do because there are no regulations. And you've got people calling the city right now saying we want to start an operation. Uh, some people are selling the stuff downtown. Other people are calling you and saying we're going to start setting up a farm. We're going to grow the stuff. How do you handle all this? Well, just let's start with the marijuana dispensaries. You know, we had the. Um uh, a resolution that came before us at our last council meeting, and, and uh, the superintendent of investigative services was in attendance and, and uh, answered the questions of why aren't we shutting these down? And and there's somewhere around 30 dispensaries now that are operating in the city. And the problem is, is that uh, in order to go in and shut them down, they are generally illegal, and uh, because they're selling an illegal product still, and but they need a warrant to be able to go in and. Um, and shut them down. And a warrant is a very complicated document. It takes a lot of time to get it prepared and then get it to the courts and get it approved. This is another one of those situations, uh, and I know from your experience in police services, where people see this stuff on TV and they say, oh, you just have to go to a judge and get them to sign something. Uh, easy peasy. You'll have this done in no oh, time. It's not like that. It Maybe it was a few decades ago, but certainly not yeah. now. And so when they when they serve this uh, warrant on the operators and, and seize the product and the equipment, and uh, generally within two days, they've reopened somewhere else. And under the current laws, the police have to start all over again, which takes a lot of time. And so we're looking for, as you said in your opening comments, we're looking for the regulations, and the Attorney General has promised them to us to make it easier for police to go in and, and shut these illegal operations down. But until we get those regulations, both federally and provincially, we're operating in a vacuum. And, and and the police are going to continue to uh, do what they can on these illegal operations. A lot of people think it's not necessary. In fact, it's been suggested the courts don't aren't, aren't really interested either because it's going to be um, uh, uh, legalized in July 1st. But until then, it, our, our police, their job is to enforce the current laws, and that's what they're trying to do. But the latest thing that popped up in the last two weeks, I've had some visits now, and a big part of my award here in Ancaster is rural and is prime agricultural land. Uh, we just brought another big chunk of uh, prime agricultural land into the green belt here in Ancaster. It's called the Book Road area mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, farmers feed cities, and uh, they need the land to do that. And why are we covering up prime co- uh, agricultural land with the structures 
when it should be growing corn, soybeans, wheat, or animal food. And But lately, uh, I've had some visits from some very sophisticated operators. Uh, some are publicly traded, well-funded, looking to build marijuana grow operations to get ahead of the curve for when recreational marijuana does become legalized on July 1st. And these are good entrepreneurs that see an opportunity, and they're going to jump on it. But it struck me that they're looking at the rural areas, and the rural areas are prime agricultural land. And once you put them in these, some of the operators grow the marijuana in what we call bunker buildings, which is, you know, cinder block buildings with artificial light, and they can grow them around the clock. And we're going to cover our, our um, uh, rural lands with these bunker buildings. Or uh, others are looking at using um, natural light in big greenhouses. And, and one of them wants to put 75 acres under, under uh, a greenhouse. So it struck me this is just the tip of the iceberg. Experts have said that uh, this whole legalization of marijuana is going to be the same as the, we experienced in the 90s with the dot-com uh, boom. And, and um, you know, agricultural land is, is relatively cheap compared to industrial land, so that's what attracts entrepreneurs to it. And they're making the pitch that whether you're growing marijuana or growing vegetables or other product, you're still growing something, so it's still agriculture. And and so, hence, a political decision needs to be made. Does the province see the green belt being used to grow marijuana inside buildings? Is that something that they envision? Because they're very proud, as they should be, of the green belt, that we're preserving prime agricultural land. Uh, it's working well. It's got a huge public acceptance. But now we got this problem, well, they're growing this, and is that legalized? And we did, uh, back in 2014, uh, amended our zoning bylaws to allow medical marijuana buildings to go in rural areas to a maximum of 2,000 square meters. Because there's some consequences of, um, of, of putting these in rural areas. They, they'd require a lot of water when uh, they're in buildings and a lot of electricity and um, the current electrical system doesn't is can't carry that load so there'd have to be a significant enhancements want to hear more download the podcast on itunes or google play and listen to the bill kelly show weekdays from nine to noon on am 900 chml